how do you feel about Smash Bros? It's a pretty cool game. Just trying to get your passion. <laughs> Needed something, man. <laughs> I'll see. Spell I'll see you. Cup. I'll, I'll cup you. I, I cup. I cu- oh, right. <laughs> I'll see you cup. Yeah, well, I go to Hamilton School. What do you want from me? <laughs> Hello, one and all. Welcome to another episode of The Last Ones in Podcast. I am Dry Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And Robbie. Hi. And today, we are working towards finishing all these trilogies. We know how many episodes we have left in the year. We counted. We know how to count to at least 13. And we counted how many trilogies we have to finish, which means how many movies we know we have to get through. At least 13. And uh, it turns out it's not as many trilogies as I thought. But it's still, we know we have to get it done. It like so, feels more than it is, but yeah. we did also finish two, which is like six movies. So like, still it is of- more than if, it's more than it sounds like, but less than it is. Like if you actually, this totally makes sense. If, if you actually count the amount of movies of the trilogies that we watched, we had uh, Dark Knight, uh, Back to the Future, the Riddick movies, which we're going to do. Yeah, um, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, the Planet of the Apes movies, and there's one more. There's one more in there, isn't there? Yeah, there's five. Uh, fuck, scary movie. No, no, <laughs> it was. Uh, we could, we could, but we said we weren't going just to. Not, I just scary movie three would not be interesting. There's another one in there. I know there's another trilogy in there somewhere. Did we forget a trilogy? We forgot a trilogy somewhere. Oh no, we forgot a trilogy. We forgot astrology. They're stars? <laughs> yeah, well, as soon as you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot astrology, all the stars go. It's Subaru season. Is that how that works? I, think, I don't know what I the stars so. are. Sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's another one in there. So if you actually count all of that, it actually is kind of like half the movies of the year are trilogies. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of crazy to think about. I mean, it was kind of the theme of this year. Clerks. Clerks, that's the that, other one. That one's like... With an asterisk, because we didn't watch Clerks 1. We didn't watch Clerks 1, but that's because we've already all seen Clerks 1. We yeah. might be able to figure a way around it, but it's, yeah. like, iffy for the same reason Riddick's also kind of iffy. Yes. Yeah. Because, yes. like, not to name names. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, because, like, E technically has seen the first and the third one. Me and Dry have seen the first and the second one, and then E has seen the third one. So it's a weird oh, thing. for Riddick, yeah. Yeah, for, for Riddick. Oh, I've seen all the Riddick movies. Oh, I haven't seen the third one yet. Oh, yeah, I think... Well, I'll hold my opinion. I yeah, have yeah, thoughts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dry hates blue people. I oh, I fucking couldn't stand watching Avatar. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> For a different reason. Uh, but as, yeah. soon, as soon as like I'm blue came out, Dry just uh, huge hatred of blue people. How dare you? I hate the <laughs> There's blue There's nothing group. good about being blue. <laughs> <laughs> name three things. Name a name a better or wor- a worse hue than blue. Uh, Eiffel 65? Neutron. Bluey, fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the most beloved children's show right now, terrible. Blue's Clues, throw it out the window. I watched it. It's not even. It's like it's not even made for twenty-five-year-olds. Worst two done I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's always blue. <laughs> like, what's the point? You know how it's gonna end. That was great. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we watched uh, the second of the prequel trilogy of the Planet of the Apes thing. Yeah. Uh, the first is called Rise of the Planet of the Apes. The second is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. The third is War Death for the, the Planet, Planet of the, of the Apes. Apes. We watched Dawn today. Um, 
hang on a second. Yeah. How are they going to have like the first two, like, oh, like a sunrise, the yeah. dawn? Yeah. How is the last one going to be war and not like night or like dusk or something? You know the old saying, <laughs> the rise before the dawn. <laughs> rise before the war? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, I just thought about that. Like, what? Why did they just stop using that convention? Well, the apes rose, right, in the first <laughs> uh-huh. one. And this is the dawn. Like, this is the beginning of it. Of the planet this is the, of the dawn apes. of the movies of the monkeys, and the third one is the war for D- disregard. There's a war in this one too. It's not. Well, there's a battle. I would. Well, we'll get there. Too, <laughs> but, so, we'll definitely get to that. At what point does it tip over from being a battle to a war? A war has to be more than one battle. Are you just pulling that out of your ass? No, I feel like that's got to be how it works. You what's, feel like that. What's the definition of war? <laughs> Robbie, help well, me Google one Kenobi. Google it right now. Well, we know what it's good for. Absolutely, nothing. absolutely nothing. Huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> say it again. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I, I guess like a war can't necessarily be one battle, but I feel like that's not how you define a war. I feel like it's by size. I don't. Well, no, because there's like really big battles that were just like one battle. What battle can't be a war? But a war can be many battles, Which right? Is fine, Robbie. So, according to Google, a battle is a military conflict between two or more armed forces that are are well-defined in duration, area, and force commitment. War is an intense armed conflict between militaries, government, characterized by extreme violence, aggression, destruction, and morality that stretches for many months or years. So, So, yeah, a battle, like, there can be many battles within side of a war kind of thing, but, like, a war is something that has a long duration to it. Like 31, if you have a battle every day for a month, doesn't count. If you have two battles over the course of three months, counts. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting it. Now you're understanding war. <laughs> All right, I guess that's fair. Uh, we better be seeing like years and years of monkey fights then in the next movie. I've, I'm going to be real with you. I have only seen War of the Planet of the Apes once. That's a that's a shining recommendation on of Daria, of course. It's he's well known for only watching movies one time when he likes them. Here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't own it in 4K. And like <laughs> and he needs the monkey graphics. I need those monkeys to feel like monkeys. If if it doesn't look like PS3 at least he's out. I'm out. Can't do it. He's like this looks like fucking GameCube graphics. Oh, I uh Non sequitur. I had an amazing moment today. <laughs> so I think I've mentioned on the stream. Did, the podcast. did it have to deal with a GameCube? Yeah. No. Okay. You uh, fucking beat someone to death with a GameCube. <laughs> still work. worked too. <laughs> I, I bet actually. Yeah, actually would. Yeah. <laughs> but Liz has been on this whole thing of watching all the X Men stuff yeah. from the very beginning to now, and she has the original trilogy that came out in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. On DVD. Mm-hmm. And she put it in, and she was like, "Oh." They, uh, this has aged poorly. Like, oh, like the graphics are bad. She's like, no, it's like very pixely. Like, that's DVD. So finally, she finally sees the DVD you, looks she, worse. <laughs> you finally got her after like what seven years? Yeah, of you owning a Blu-ray player. Finally did it. She can see the difference. <laughs> she saw the graphics. That's a win for nerds everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I've seen this three times now. Um. 
Robbie, have you ever seen this one? I have seen it before. Uh, the last time I did watch it, though, was in theaters. Okay, okay. So that would have been... 2014. Almost, that was nine years ago. Yeah. Crazy. Almost a decade. Which I did want to see War, but I never just got the chance to see War of the Planet of the Apes. So when whenever to, we get to the third one, it will be my first time watching that one. Did it cool. come out when you went to Utah? I was still in Utah, yeah. Um, when I went to go watch this movie, I watched it with the roommates that I had at the time. You know, I, th- I would have thought this movie would be banned in Utah. You would think. Why? Evolution. Oh. The monkeys are evolving. <laughs> <laughs> they're learning They're learning language. I yeah. think that's against the Bible. Yeah, okay, I like that. Okay. <laughs> against uh, the Mormon Bible? <laughs> yeah, I think that's against the rules. The rules that would explain like... the protest that was happening outside the theater that day. <laughs> no more damn monkeys. Get these damn monkeys out of this damn theater. So, man, they're saying theater a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're really excited for this theater. Uh, you have never seen this. No. Um, this is, I uh, for full disclosure, in case someone's just joining this one now, uh, I also have not seen the original Plane of the Apes, but Jiraiya doesn't like them. So. They're super corny, aged poorly. We may end up watching the original one after we're done I with this. I feel like it's fair at least to watch the first one. Yeah. 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 Um, so the Tim Burton one? I'll stab you right now. <laughs> Does it have Timber and him, or not Timber and uh, Johnny Depp walk in and he's like in a monkey suit? No, it's Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg in a monkey suit. No, no, Aww. it's a, a lot of other people in monkey suits though. Oh, hell yeah! And I, I one think Mark Wahlberg. Uh, you know, if if the original just has people walking around in a monkey suit, I think I'm down. Honestly, I think you're down. Man. Hell yeah! Just <laughs> badly looking monkey suits, especially they look okay. Just like dollar say. store monkey suit. From my remembrance, they look fine. Like a guy in just like a brown <laughs> long sh- sleeve shirt, <laughs> <laughs> With like kind of has a beard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was all practical effects in the Tim Burton one. I think it was mostly anyway. Yeah, didn't save it. No, no, the Tim Burton <laughs> one's really, really bad. How many Tim Burton movies are, like, good? All right. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Sweeney Todd. Scissor's Hands? You don't like Scissor's Hands, do you? I don't like Scissor's Hands. Yeah. People do like it. I don't like it, though. Coraline? Not that's him. That's not Tim Burton. That's Laika. Oh, no, that's... Um, it's Laika. Ah, uh, what's his name? Laika. <laughs> the studio. Oh, the... Yeah. I'm trying to think of the guy who wrote the original book. Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I've named <laughs> all of the, the good Sweeney Todd or not. You said Burton. Sweeney Todd already. Uh, oh, Big Fish. I think that's okay. Big Fish. Yeah, it's a weird adventure movie. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, that might be it that I like for him actually. <laughs> and he's had like what, like thirty movies? Like twenty maybe. Yeah. He did Dumbo. That was garbage. <laughs> that's like the one. You, that's like one of two. Disney remakes that you just don't like. Uh, I also don't like his Alice in Wonderland ones. Those are also garbage. I think the first one's fine. If it's what I think it is. Actually. The one with Johnny Depp in it? Uh, with like the little glass doll? Uh, I don't remember it that well. Remember, Johnny Depp dances around and his hat spins a bunch. I don't I don't remember head. that part. When it goes like from like 4x3 to widescreen? That's Oz. Oh shit. Maybe <laughs> I don't know then. <laughs> I thought that's what you are talking about. Nope. Okay, never mind then. Anyway, right. Anyways, uh, monkey time. Time to start monkeying around. <laughs> made a lot of monkey puns when we were watching this movie. Yeah. We made too much monkey puns while watching <laughs> this movie. At least three. At least three, at the very least. Two of them might have been the same pun. <laughs> they were, I made them. 
So yeah, this movie came out in 2014. Mm-hmm. It was rated PG-13 for intense sequences of sci-fi violence and action and brief strong language. Also, this movie is an hour or uh, 130 minutes long, so two hours, ten minutes. Yeah, too long, too long. Uh, <laughs> um, Robbie. Yo. Where can people watch this if they wanted to watch it? If they want to watch this, as I pull it up real quick, um, the usual suspects of YouTube, Vudu, and Google Play for $3.99. But if you have a premium subscription for Hulu and Amazon Prime, if you have a a Max, since it's no longer HBO Max, uh, but it's mostly on Max, but if you have Max and you can watch it on Hulu or Amazon, so it's doing that dumb thing. Uh, It was reported that Max is the highest unsubscription rate, or whatever you call it. Yeah, man. Cancellation rate. Because there's fucking nothing on there except for garbage now. They just put the new Adventure Time on there. They did. Nothing except (laughs) except Adventure Time. (laughs) That's kind of true. Also, you can watch original Adventure Time, but they put it in the wrong order. Nice. One of their episodes is in the wrong aspect ratio. Nice. Nice. And also, they cut off the credits sometime. (laughs) Yeah. And also, there's a scene of just like a a Max Discovery employee just like beating the crap out of one of the animators (laughs) in one of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even animated. It's just like they spliced in footage. (laughs) There are multiple movies where I have seen them take the widescreen version of a film and stretch it to full screen and it looks like garbage every time it does i i know people don't like four by three nowadays but like you can't just make it (laughs) not four by three it doesn't work that way it just doesn't work that way (laughs) i still think it's funny to watch movies that like were shot in 16 by 9 but they were like put on DVD or VHS, and so like they have the black bars on the top and the bottom. But then you put it on a actual sixteen by nine TV, and it still sees it as a four by three. So yeah. you just you're just watching it on a smaller screen. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I am gonna go ahead before I read the back of the box. Actually, I'm gonna ask some uh, general opinions of people's thoughts of this movie. Let's start with E since he hadn't seen it. I think this is better than the first one. Okay, good, good, because I agree. Okay. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the much higher focus on the monkeys rather than the people. For sure. I still think there's too many people stuff in this movie. <laughs> Don't worry. It's getting to your space. Man. Hell yeah. Don't you worry. I can't wait till 100% monkeys. Not not quite. It doesn't get to 100% monkey quite, but it's 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 good. It's, it's getting there. Yeah. Uh, I think the first act of this movie is kind of mediocre, and then like the second and third act pick up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, There's a lot of introducing you to the new way the world works. Yeah, which yeah. I don't know. I, apparently, I, I overestimate people's ability to think according to <laughs> what Jariah tells me sometimes. But I feel like you don't need all of that. I think it helps people get there a lot faster. I don't know, we're already watching a monkey movie. Like, how much suspension can you disbelieve? A lot, man. People, <laughs> people need a lot sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> insane to me. I refuse to stoop down ever. If I make something and people are like, I don't get it, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot then. How about that? <laughs> then you're a big dumb. <laughs> you're a baby. Why are babies watching my movie, huh? Can't fucking It's an R-rated movie. Thought. Why are you letting babies watch my R-rated movie? <laughs> I'm like, Timmy over here, 14? He didn't even question a single thing that happened to this movie. <laughs> are you saying that you're dumber than your 14-year-old son, Timmy? <laughs> you gonna let Timmy beat you at thinking? Timmy's literally just over there shoving gummy bears in his nose. <laughs> <laughs> 14 yeah he's real stupid <laughs> uh it was monkey movie um this is kind of like i did not expect to ever say this about these movies 
I think there's actually a lot of really good visual storytelling in mm-hmm. this that wasn't in like the first one. Yeah. Or <laughs> a lot of movies we watch, honestly. Yeah, man. Like there's actually a lot of really cool like context clues you could pick up just watching stuff. Yeah. Um I the time skip is actually handled a lot better than I would expect. Uh, and it's monkey movie. I don't, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is monkey I, movie. Yeah, like I, I do think it picks up a lot. I, I wish the first act was better, but I do think it picks up a lot. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Doesn't Rob. feel as long as the first one. No, no. There's a lot going on in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Way less human stuff. Not none, but less. Uh, Robbie, your thoughts? I also agree this is better than the first one. Um, Because it had been nine years since I've watched this, the CGI it, this, is... The time skip just worked for you then. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> did, yeah. It was a real-life time skip for Robbie. <laughs> but... um. The CGI is way better in this movie than I remember it being. Like, there are some times wherever it, it doesn't work quite as well, and we'll talk about it whenever we get to, like, talking about some of the scenes and uh, the visual aspect of this, but, like, between telling the story in a visual aspect and, like, the CGI of this and, like, being able to actually tell a story without actually speaking a single word, this movie is, like, really, really... It, it, it's really good at how it does that. It's way better than the first one. Um yeah, over, it's a really good movie, especially if like you sit down, and, like you, uh, if you take the time to appreciate the details that they put into this movie, it makes it a lot better. Yeah, for sure. Because I do know some, like whenever I watched it in theaters, uh, one of my roommates she didn't like it because she felt it was a lot of uh, a lot of monkeys just like standing around and mean mugging each other the entire time, like a prison movie, <laughs> <laughs> but with monkeys. Um. I mean, yeah, but there's a lot of emotional depth, I feel like, in just a look with this. Yeah, I think there it is. really does succeed in that in a way that, like... An I, actual actor can't sometimes. Well, I mean, it was full mocap. Yeah. Um, So they did that really well. But, like, I think that that's the part that is shocking to me still with these, is how kind of perfect the mocap is. Yeah. It's better than a lot of things, actually. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, if you're... Paying attention, you can see like little bits and pieces wherever like they didn't put as much detail. Like maybe they thought like the darkness would hide it, or people wouldn't be paying attention to it. They'd be paying attention to like don't look at what's happening with this hand. Look at what's happening over here. Kind yeah, of yeah. magic detail. Look yeah. at the monkeys. Uh, but for the mo- like <laughs> not those monkeys though. <laughs> yeah, especially for this movie being nine years old at this point. Like I would still like to this day still this the CGI is top notch in this movie. Some of the effects in this movie look better than Marvel movies. Yes, one hundred percent. I would say most of the effects in this movie look better than Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. I like Marvel movies, but like it's just this Dry looks their biggest defender. This looks so good to me still. It honestly. is. It's very, very good. Yeah. Um Yeah. I also really enjoy this movie. I think it is absolutely gorgeous. I think it's directed nearly perfectly for the subject material. There are some weird shots in there. there. There's one really weird There's shot. There's one really weird <laughs> shot, yeah. I don't know why it's there. Um But like I think the pacing is actually really, really good in this one. Yeah. yeah. It's like and a lot of it is just so much better it is than the first one. Yeah. Yes. And I will say, like, it is slow at the beginning, like what E says. I feel like it needs to happen, though, because for the pacing of this movie, of like, you know, uh, you have to have point A for point B to happen, for point C to happen, for point D to happen. Yeah. And this is one of the, I mean, I guess I would call it for this entire trilogy. But like, they're all movies that did extremely well at the box office. And they're also movies that nobody talks about. And I feel that's so strange to me. I mean, I think there's, I think it's similar to that thing we were talking about how there were a bunch of like sitcoms and stuff that were the fucking like height of the world that no one gives a shit about anymore. I think it's kind of like that where 
are kind of like how Avatar is the highest grossing movie of all time and no one ever talks about that either. I'm going to say people like despite all the memes, people do actually talk about Avatar a lot. People really people who like Avatar really like Avatar. Yeah. Uh people but like I would say the common people are like, "Yeah, no, it was, it was good. It's it looked cool. good. It's fine." Yeah. It's totally fine and like they don't care that much cuz Avatar a, a little long. A lot long, <laughs> I would say actually, but uh, I think like general populace, I think is just like it's a fun popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah. We'll go to every single one of them. They're fun. There's seven of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think like honestly, yeah. I think Avatar is gonna do completely fine for a long time. Probably, but yeah. but like I I get what Robbie's kind of saying. Some some movies are just like the consensus really is just like yeah that was a good movie yeah and like with this I feel like there's not a ton else to like say in a general like conversation sure sure other than like yeah no those were that was a cool trilogy or like there are those monkeys man yeah <laughs> that's fair <laughs> like i don't know and like it's it is ultimately also a reboot or rehash or reintroduction whatever you want to call these weird prequels sure um what, what was it screen five requel <laughs> Requel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, you know, it has that effect going on it. Um, so, like, you know, I feel like people are just inclined to talk less about the remake version of something than the original. And people already don't really talk about the original Planet of the Apes much. They really don't. It's like a pop culture signpost almost. Yeah, you, like, make the big joke... And then you like hit the quota, and you're like good for the next three years. Yeah, and you're like, all right, we made another Planet of the Apes joke. Uh, Simpsons writers, here's a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna say, out of like any show that did anything with Planet of the Apes, The Simpsons went the farthest, which is that they that did is fair. Planet of the Apes the musical. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and yeah. like that is generally one of the best jokes in The Simpsons. I would argue. Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen some clips. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I think it's really good. It's uh. I think it is kind of heavy sci-fi, honestly, but it feels grounded enough and real enough to where I think that's not really an issue that it's that big of a sci-fi thing. Yeah, they they arguably got one thing closer than I think they ever would have expected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and read the back of the box. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to read it yet because I wasn't sure how like weird spoiler it would be. I haven't. I've only read half the back of this box. Caesar's done monkeying around. <laughs> Join his new son, Blue Eyes, as they perform some monkey business. Let's get monkeyed. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Andy Serkis, Jason Clark, Gary Oldman, and Carrie Russell star in this thrilling next chapter of the Planet of the Apes. It is 2026, and humanity has been pushed to near extinction by a deadly virus. When a group of survivors, desperate to find a new source of power, travels into the woods near San Francisco, they discover a highly evolved community of intelligent apes led by Caesar, played by Andy Serkis. The two species form a fragile peace agreement, but dissension grows, and the groups find themselves hurtling toward an all-out war. The movie's saying it's a war, Jariah. Hurtling toward an all-out war. (laughs) It's the prequel to the war. This is the dawn of the War of the Apes. This is the rise of the dawn of the apes of the War of the... <laughs> I hate the titles of these movies so much. They're great. It's on like... the frog, on the log. And just, the I mean, just the, the fact that you get the double of the is already like a sin enough. But like rise that, of the planet of the that apes. They're really in- interchangeable of names anyways. <laughs> like... the, my favorite thing is that some web- websites would call it 
like the dawn of the planet of the apes. <laughs> they when should fucking go all ham of the dawn of the planet of the apes. <laughs> this is great. I fucking love it. Uh, but yeah, I guess let's talk shop. Yeah, with this plot. So a virus has killed like ninety nine percent of all humans. Like a mo- well, most humans. Does it say ninety nine percent? No, it doesn't say how much. It just ass, says but most of them. About right. Um, it, it's a lot of humans. Almost all the humans. Enough so that uh, Caesar uh, is talking to Maurice towards the beginning of the movie and says, "Like, do you think that there's any humans left?" And he says, "Like, well, the we got we're free ten winters ago, and we haven't seen any humans for the past two. Like, I don't think there's any left out there." Yeah. Uh, which is great. Uh, there's one thing I do want to just talk about in general with this movie, and that is like you really do feel the bond between Caesar and Maurice the most of everybody. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think it's actually like really, really nice because it seems like, oh man, they're really in, like it's in, like more in of a together. human bond between them than any of the actual people in the movie. Yeah, yes, for sure, honestly, for sure. Which uh, intentional, I should know. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm imagining. To be fair, like even before Maurice was hit with the. Uh, in the first movie, was hit with the serum that caused him to become super intelligent. He was already very intelligent. He was like, a very smart monkey. Yeah, like he knew sign language, was able to talk to Caesar before any of the other monkeys could, because yeah. he was a circus monkey, so they taught him sign he language. He knew real sign language, unlike Coco. Which also, <laughs> which also explains why Maurice is like teaching the kids. Like Maurice is basically just a teacher to yeah, all he the also other just apes. Learn how to write. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck it, man. Smart monkey. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, the virus took out most people. The Monkey clan has been just, I should call them apes, I guess, but you know, it's just funnier <laughs> to say monkeys. Uh, the monkey clan has just been like kind of thriving, they're like struggling a bit, but like it's like a new tribe deal, yeah, yeah, Pretty... like they're, yeah, they're building their own little civilization, if you will. Yeah, Caesar has a kid, blue eyes, yes, white dragon, um, <laughs> blue eyes, white ape. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah and like they're hunting uh blue eyes gets hurt they get back and then blue uh then um what's his name caesar's which, which caesar's wife <laughs> I, I got all the monkeys mixed up in my head man uh caesar's wife has another kid yes yeah which i don't know if they even say her name i think it's cornella though from what I'm seeing in the cast, it's the one female monkey he meets for 20 seconds in the first. As movie. far as we, know. yeah, as far as we know, yes. Like, I don't know. Like, there's not really a whole lot of character development between Caesar and his wife. It's what do you not... mean he hugs his wife? It's not like the the thrust of the plot. It's definitely, it's definitely like, not the thrust. I'm of the gonna plot. say, considering how much I hated the romance in the first movie, I think them saying like we don't we don't know how to do this. It's just not. It just is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Different director from the first movie. Ah. Uh, Matt Reeves directing this one, which uh, I think his highest claim to fame. Transformers 2, Rise of Ultron. Nope. Uh, no. Uh, the Batman. The Batman. Yes. The new one? The new Batman. The yeah. new Batman. Yes, he directed that. I think he... It should be illegal to just call your movie like the whatever if you're a like, long-running series, I'm going to say. I think the working title for it was Batman Year 2. That's because uh, that's technically somehow worse. That's technically what it, the Batman is about is yeah. year two of him being Batman. So he still sucks at everything. <laughs> but he's a great detective. Well, actually, he's actually a shitty detective. Now that I think about it, in Batman, so so he's bad at being Batman, and he's bad at detective. Every, in, yeah, but there's a lot of detective. Is he in good the at Batman. being rich? No. Also, no. Actually, <laughs> okay. what is he good at? 
uh, brooding. Yeah, he's yeah. real good at brooding. Okay, okay. He okay. listens to Nirvana a lot. Oh shit! <laughs> I think that's negative points actually. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's like <laughs> ask somebody. He's like, like give me all your money. You just hear come as you are in the background. No, there's what it's a Nirvana song that is the entire theme of the movie. It's like something. Oh, so turn away. Wahoo. I mean, that's nope, how he sings. So. <laughs> Something's in the way. And the lights out. <laughs> it's contagious. It's a very slow yeah, song. Sure. Oh, something. We'll have to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to. Anyway, we're not talking so about the Batman. We're talking about the yeah. of the dawn of the planet of the less apes. Nirvana in this. Significant. Almost none. There's almost none. Some might say none if they were cowards. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I, I used my eagle vision uh, when they were like looking through CDs. I was like, it smells like Teen Spirit right there. Bam. <laughs> Could you imagine if I was right? <laughs> like, <laughs> we look it up later. Like, that's the end of the I'm like, hell yeah. That would be great. Uh, yeah, so monkey stuff. Uh, then, oh, God, a person found Blue Eyes and Ash, which is another monkey kid. Ash is Rocket's, Rocket's son. son. Rocket and Blue was Eyes presumably in the son. other movie. Yeah. Mm, no. No? Ro- wait, Rocket was in the other movie or not Rocket's son? Rocket didn't have yeah, a son Rocket. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocket yeah. was in the other movie. He was. I, yeah, I would assume he would have another son because I his son looks like five yeah. Yeah, yeah. in monkey years. In monkey years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're like trying to hunt and then... Uh, person shows up. He's like, "Back off, monkeys! I got a gun!" And he and he shoots Ash in the shoulder. And the other people are like, "What the fuck's going on?" And then all the monkeys like, "Go, leave, get out of here, get the fuck out of here before we murder you." Get, yeah, I'd like you to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty so, crazy. They put that in a PG thirteen rated movie. There is one fuck. <laughs> there is. It's there not is that one. scene though. That would be pretty ballsy for them to put that in for Caesar. Just like, get the fuck out of here. You're all garbage. Like, when did you go to Boston? <laughs> We're in San Francisco. How the hell did you get there? Listen, on the way, they met some more monkeys. <laughs> they were a big fan of the Red Sox. Got a monkey. Got a monkey. Got a monkey. And... Yeah, those monkeys are originally from, are from Brooklyn. Bing bong. Fuck your life. Oh, so, man. yeah, all the humans go back. And they tell the tale of the really fucking smart monkeys. Only to uh, Batman Mayor. Yes, to Gary Oldman, <laughs> Gary yeah. who plays who is, the mayor of their weird little town. Yeah, whose name is Dreyfus, which they maybe say once in this entire movie. Maybe? I actually don't remember them saying his name at all. I don't remember, I don't remember anyone saying anyone's name other than Caesar and Coba. Caesar, Coba, Rocket. Like, Blue Eyes gets his name said... At the start, and I'm not even sure if that's actually his name or just a nickname they have for him. I think it is his it's name. It's his name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's that. Uh, they say Malcolm's name maybe like once or twice, which is kind of the lead for the humans in this uh, movie. Yeah, you get way more character progression with the monkeys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. The humans are almost there to just be... They're a set piece. Yeah. They're a set piece to like kind of keep the plot moving forward. Yeah. yeah. But they're like, hey, man, those monkeys are smart. He's like... They'd be damn monkeys. How smart could they be? And then the monkey's like, hey, you left your bag. Here yeah, you go. yeah. there's a kid, well, teenager, and he drops his bag. And so Koba's like, we got to go fuck those humans up or they're going to come kill us. And Caesar's like, no, 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 wait. We got to really think about this. Uh, war bad. War is bad. He's like, we need to show them we're strong. And so Caesar's like, we'll show them we're strong, but we don't have to kill them to do that. Uh, Caesar's a great leader, by the way. Yeah. Caesar's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I wish I was Caesar. I wish I was a monkey. 
Well, I, <laughs> well, I have good news for you, actually. Oh, what? What's up? What Evolution. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically... That happens. They get the bag back, and he's like, "Hey, I." Th-, Michael's like, "I think I could reason with the monkeys. I think I could be like, hey, we, there's a dam over there. We need to like set that back up, get some power. Bing, bang, bada, boom. We'll be out." Yes, through much conversations of them just telling you the plot yeah. of what the humans are up to, um, you figure out that the reason why they were up in the woods in the first place is because they're running out of power. Civilization, apparently, without the power, was fucking just riots every night. Murder, rape everywhere from the sounds of it. And once they got power back, everyone's like, oh, hey, we're all happy again. We don't need a murder and rape anymore, I guess. (laughs) But they're running out of fuel to burn in generators to keep the power going. Uh And so they need to get natural power going through. And so they need to get to that dam, get it running again so they can have power. So that's what the humans are up to. Yeah. And like... So, yeah, Malcolm goes, his wife and kid are, like, or I guess, probably wife? Wife now. Yeah. Not wife before. I don't know if they're actually related to this kid or if they just kind of adopted him. It's kind of unclear It is his son. It is his son? It is his son, yes. Uh, It kind of seems like they're together through circumstance of this. Like, they met after uh, all the destruction of humanity happened, decided to work together, and then... Yeah, I didn't yeah. know if this was, like, a Joel situation. No, definitely his actual son. Uh, Not his actual wife. Well, now it is. That, that's, <laughs> wives are much easier to just have again than sons. I don't know, you could adopt a son pretty easy at this time, I feel like. Just be like, hey, you got a parent? No? I have a bunch. Yeah, but everyone knows. Everyone knows, like, that's your fake son. They know. <laughs> that's, yeah, you know, that's what you think when you see, like, adopted kid in, nowadays, too. You're like, that's not your real son. I mean, there, I, son. I could see a possible confusion because towards the end of the movie, whenever Gary Oldman's character and Malcolm are talking, uh, he's uh, saying, like, everyone, like, people are going to start losing everything if we don't get the power back on. He's, he tells him, like, I've already lost everything. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, he's well. He's like, I lost almost everything already. I need to hold on to like what little I have left, right? And which is like nothing. It's basically yeah. two people that he loves, right? And a monkey, and a monkey. So, but yeah, Got it does kind of establish that Alexander is his son. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also establishes that like you know, uh, Carrie Russell character, Carrie Russell's character, which funny enough, her name's Ellie in this movie. <laughs> That's pretty good actually. But um, yeah, like like she kind of met them afterwards, but she did lose her whole family, and like this is kind of yeah. her found family. She lost yeah. her daughter and. Spouse, possible spouse, probably spouse, and it's so sad. You know, it's this, I, it's tearjerker scene where it's like conservative guys like you fucking lost your daughter, and she's like, shut up. And then later the son's like, man, that's fucked up. You lost your daughter, and she's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So to explain that a little, yeah, (laughs) better here, uh, the humans are like, we're gonna take a small group up. We're gonna try and convince the monkey leader. That he'll to just let us into the dam. We won't bother them, and then we'll leave him alone. So they take a small group up there. Uh, you get the main guy's name, Malcolm, Malcolm, Malcolm and his son, Adam. Alexander, and Ellie, Ellie, <laughs> and another random guy, and then super right wing racist guy, and another other random guy. Is there another another random guy? There's one. So there's a black guy. Yeah. And then there's two white guys. Oh, I didn't. And one know. of the white guys, I always forget, is there until he shows back up. Oh, I completely forgot there was another guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's rarely forgettable. Oh, wow. Okay. He just he just kind of sits next to the other guy. <laughs> like, 
And because the only reason I remember is because during like a big scene where something is revealed, he tosses the racist guy, then tosses the whatever guy, and then fights the black guy. Huh. Okay. Well. Yeah. So I still can't even imagine him. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like a generic white guy. Okay. I can imagine that. Blank canvas. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, they do the thing uh he's like let me talk to the monkeys i can speak monkey uh he's like uh monkeys i got and then copa's like fuck this guy bang bam boop and he's like ouchie ow and she's like no no no, stop it let's hear him out he's like damn and then they kill him because he's cursed (laughs) (laughs) he's like hey uh caesar and other monkeys uh we just want to go and fix this dam and get power back because society sucks without power and we'll, we don't want any problems with you. We don't want war. We just want to be allowed to go through your village to get to the dam, and then we'll leave. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, okay. And Cobra's like, we can't give him anything. And so he's like, listen. Thanks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he never really gives, like, a reason to Koba. I th- No, yeah. he's just very trusting yeah. of humans. He just, you know, he had a good, he had a good father. Koba didn't, and... The moral to take is a uh, good father trumps all, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it really is just like he had one good, he knew or two one, good humans, two, really. Yeah. yeah. One and a half, really. Well, he knew <laughs> his father. He knew his father's father. And oh, he yeah, knew yeah. his father's girlfriend. So two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> um, Not in a sexist way. She just doesn't do anything in the She first doesn't movie. do anything in the movie. Uh <laughs> anyway so yeah and then they're like okay yeah you could go to the dam and they're like cool guys we're going to the dam uh let's take a let's go camp real quick yeah they set up camp they start fixing the dam but all this while Koba, well actually almost immediately Koba's like i don't trust these guys yeah i don't trust these guys we're going back to the town to see what, what they're, they're really doing yeah and so he takes two monkeys that he trusts with him they go to the town and they find all the weapons There's because like 70 guns the humans were left with every supply drop from like fema and all kinds of different other things sure <laughs> well they found them yeah uh it's like better it was just like left over from the whatever remains there was of fema yeah, it, yeah. It, it's like PUBG. <laughs> it's kind of i like that actually <laughs> uh so they have like all kinds of stuff they have tanks all kinds of shit yeah, then like drunk two drunk dumbasses are shooting in the shooting range and Koba's like ooh ooh ah ah and they're like ha ha funny monkey go away. Mm. Uh, I actually <laughs> like that scene a lot. I do. I think it's actually really clever and I think it's like actually like it's really interesting seeing the monkeys think like outside the box. Yeah. Because I I do really think the strongest point of these movies, no shit, is the monkeys. Like, <laughs> but like in a sense of like, there's a lot more you can do with them that you can't necessarily do with people. Because like, this is not a thing you can really do with people. Like, you don't know, play dumb, obviously, but like, there's only so dumb you can play. From oopsie, I accidentally wandered on this military site, and they're like, oh you. Yeah, like if it happened in a World War II movie with Nazis, and the guy tried doing like a mime impression to get out of there, he just would have been shot. Well, no, the wall would have protected him. Yeah, yeah, there's a wall there. <laughs> Mimes are actually super powerful. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> Enough that they can make our manifest bulletproof walls with their ha- gloved hands, apparently. Just because you can't see the wall doesn't mean the wall's not there, Robbie. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> slight, <laughs> slight, like, non sequitur. There was, like, a clip going on Twitter and from uh, Miraculous Ladybug, which is a French cartoon. Sure. But, 
like it was going around on Twitter because the newest movie has a villain that's just a mime, and it's basically just whatever he's miming happens, basically. So like oh, he can funny. actually shoot guns, and it's a really cool scene because one, it's at a carnival, so like he's messing around, and like in the end, like he pulls a fake grenade and tosses it behind him, and then it explodes. <laughs> But like it's at, like it's really cool, and all the responses are like, "This is so cool! Why is it from fucking <laughs> the Miraculous Ladybug?" Because people don't like that show much. Oh, <laughs> just anime nerds being mad. There's something cool in an anime they don't like. No, well, I, I mean, think yeah, a, cartoon nerds. I should. Yeah, oh. I was gonna say. I think it's like a kids' cartoon thing. It's yeah, kind of like if something like really badass happened in Blue's Clues. Well, what do you mean that does? Yeah, that, that well, obviously not for me. I hate blue things. Yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you remember. Uh, it. It's it's just one of those things where like people got really mad at Miraculous Ladybug because it didn't like handle things in a super adult way. You know the general thing where people get mad at a kids' cartoon for not being an adult show. Yeah, yeah. Um, same with like Steven Universe and all those. Sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's funny how much that happens. <laughs> people are awful. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, back to this. So yeah, they're uh, Koba outsmarts these two dumbasses. Not hard to do. They're very no. drunk and redneck. But they're not drunk yet. They're, uh, they're, they're pro- not visibly We can assume drunk. they're drunk at this point. <laughs> I just assume they're always drunk. <laughs> uh, then he goes back and he's like, I need to tell Caesar about the guns. Uh, meanwhile, they're like fixing up the dam. Uh, they have to blow up in a hole, I guess. There's a bunch of branches stuck in, I think, what, like an intake chamber for the water or something. Yeah, yeah, like one of the intake chambers to go to the turbines. Like It's just completely clogged full of branches. Yeah. Uh, but like the wire's not long enough, so like I don't know. Let's just fucking do it here, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the the place starts collapsing on racist guy. On all of them, actually. Well, Everybody. on all of them, but mostly racist guy. Yeah. And yeah. the monkeys are like, uh, I guess we'll help. Which the funny thing is, is racist guy. His name is actually Carver in the movie. Which Why is, is that funny? Because that's because he carves monkeys. Well, out. no, Carver's just like very much like a stereotypical bad guy name. Oh, is it? Kind of, at least like nineties, nineties like, action movies. You'd have like a bad guy named Carver. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with you. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, the monkeys save him, and he's like, "I guess I'll be slightly less racist right now." No, no, he's he's, he's still, still pretty racist. Yeah, pretty racist because but like, he doesn't like yell at him until later. He's still like all freaking out about them, and then uh, what happens is. For some reason, Blue Eyes is carrying Caesar's youngest son, the one that was just born recently. Yeah, his brother. Yeah, when they get back to camp, yeah, well, after being saved. Kind well, no, like while they're really. being saved, kind of thing, because like they go out to the thing, and yeah. then like the new baby is like kind of crawling around, like, oh, this is interesting, like kind of like playing with the human's clothing and trying to figure out what everything is, and uncovers a blanket where there happens to be a sawed-off shotgun. He's like, "You dumb monkey!" And then Caesar's like, "Don't you fucking talk to my son like that?" Yeah, he like, well, shoes the monkey away. He, like, yeah, slaps like, at him. Yeah, he slaps it. I think he tries like whipping him with a blanket or something, and yeah. then Blue Eyes gets offended at that, and then he pulls out the gun, and then escalating things to 100% yeah. within a matter of a half a second. And yeah. Malcolm's like, what are you doing? And then he's like, give me that gun. And he's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Caesar just fucking tosses it 100 yards. <laughs> yeah. They can easily get it again. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. guns don't work very well when, like, when wet, waterlogged, <laughs> right? Depends yeah. on the gun. A shotgun? Most of them are not built to be wet. Some of them do better. A shotgun. Shotgun bad. Shotgun yeah. bad for <laughs> Counting on who made it, like how elegant it is, maybe it could work when wet, but not very well. Well, this one was blue. So maybe Ooh, not. So it's a shit shotgun then. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awful shotgun. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those weird things. Like the more intricate a gun is, usually like the more clean you have to keep it all the time and like the more 
prone it is to jam compared to something like an AK-47 that has four moving parts in it that mm-hmm. you could probably pour liquid concrete into and still make it work. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they won, <laughs> kind of, actually. Yeah. That's exactly uh, why they won. Yeah, so then it's like, okay, now we're going back to Vietnam, the I should say, in so. case that wasn't clear. <laughs> in Vietnam. I mean, I don't think anyone really won Vietnam. <laughs> well... Technically, we no one definitely lost. We lost, but I don't like, think anyone won. We sure I, discovered a lot of new war crimes. We yeah. really did. Uh, I think the common phrase for the AK-47 is there's a reason why it's been in every single human conflict since its, or since its creation. Yeah. And it's always the best gun in Call of Duty. Don't quote me on that. I don't know, actually. <laughs> it's not, but it is fun in every Call of Duty. It's true. Yeah. It, doesn't one of them give you two? Like you could dual wield them, you probably. <laughs> I guess probably yeah, on one. It's probably ones. true from all of them. Yeah, like, at some point, why not? <laughs> I want to dual wield shotguns in one of them. Just you can do it. that for sure. I know you can. Nice. Do that. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, so yeah. Then they're like, okay, can't, nighttime, and then it's like the uh kid uh Alexander is like, hey orangutan, you want to read my manga? And the orangutan's like, ooh ah, ah. and they bond. And they bond. Also, they uh make a deal. Like, hey, we'll make. The racist guy, fuck off! You just let's keep working on this damn. Yeah. Well, so, there's that, and then also uh, Caesar's wife is sick. Yes. And they'll say like, "We'll help her out." Uh, while we're helping her out, like, let us work on this damn. And he says, "I'll give you one day." And Which he's like, well, we need more time. And I was like, "Nope, you get after that fucking bullshit. You get one day." So yeah. there's a weird thing because like the mayor gives him like a three day limit. Yes. So like I don't, I don't know how. They expect this to go because they would take longer, clearly, and they haven't seemed to have made any contact. Yeah, that is weird. It's I, not like a big issue, but like I feel like they just didn't need to have the mayor give us, or he could have said something way longer, like a week. Yeah, he like, could have. I think they're trying, they're probably boasting on the idea that like the only major problem from keeping the stand working is that blockage. Once they clear the blockage, it just works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even yeah. though like there is like that whole thing of like oh yeah see if we have a different relay which I'm assuming they had a different relay because it ends up working at this point mm-hmm. yeah anyway so it's the second day of fixing stuff and Koba comes is like yo where's Caesar at and Caesar's like here I am he's like hey Caesar you're fucking pussy you love humans more than your own son and he's like that's very rude of you to say sir and and he's basically like uh nuh-uh <laughs> no, and then they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, monkey fight, monkey, monkey fight. fight. <laughs> There's some really good monkey fights in this movie. Some there are really good monkey. Fights, I, I think yeah. that's what was sorely missing from the first movie. Yeah, not which makes much more sense considering the movie. Yeah, that whole basically Caesar's whole arc in the first movie is like make Koba be my bitch. Yeah, Actually. and this one's Koba needs to learn a lesson. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't even Koba because he didn't meet Koba until like the end of the movie. Oh yeah, wait, no, it was one. a completely different yeah, it was rocket? a completely. Di- it might have been Rocket, maybe. I think it was Rocket then. If it yeah. wasn't Koba, yeah, it was Rocket. Because uh, yeah, Rocket was basically like the leader of that little monkey prison from the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Caesar became the after he showed that he was smarter than the rest of them that he could, you know, lead the way. He uh, he became the leader afterwards, and then Koba oh, right. is like Koba's the very yeah, he was the one that yeah. was like that the money man took fondly on yeah yeah, yeah because yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. oh like he he's already been through this song and dance he knows what to do yeah anyways so yeah uh koba's like all right just don't tell him about the guns i guess fuck him yeah because koba gets the shit kicked out of him yeah yeah and so Lead. one of the other monkeys is like hey didn't we like do all of this so we could tell caesar about all the guns and weapons and koba's like yeah caesar won't listen he won't listen <laughs> he trusts humans too much i'm not gonna tell him yeah, neither really are you. <laughs> it's just so funny because it's like, 
Yeah, sure. You tried Honkova yeah. by going up and be like, <laughs> he, he totally didn't just you, get... Caesar. <laughs> you totally didn't just get angry and tell him to go fuck himself. You definitely tried to tell him about the guns. Yeah. <laughs> Koba's an asshole. He is. Yeah. But well, that's there, the point. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah I was going to say, it's pretty much the point of it, because like, the whole idea of him is that like, he just hates humans, because like, at first, whenever Caesar tries to say, like, oh, like we'll try to trust them, because they're just trying... Like, I'm trying to show peace between us so we can coexist with each other mm-hmm. it's like saying like not all humans are bad and then that's whenever koba starts like pointing at all of his different scars and saying humans did this to me humans did this to me and like points at his face scar and does humans did this to me i think which shows like he has a reason to hate humans but yeah, yeah. he well, is being like cartoonishly villain about it ultimately the thing is koba only responds to one thing and that's power yeah yeah um anyway so koba starts like thinking of a different plan uh, they they fix the dam and go to the gas station to party it up. And I would like to know at this point, I kept because I kept saying at this first like part, like why don't they just fucking kill the racist guy? Why don't they just let him kill the racist guy? That would solve everything, It'd solve a lot of and things. And you kept yeah. saying like, oh no, they need him to fix the dam. Clearly, they didn't because they did it without him. Yeah, yeah. They made <laughs> they said something at the beginning of the movie of how he was like a like an engineer for hydroelectric dams or something like that's why they needed him there but then they fixed it without him yeah so like you could have solved this whole movie almost if you just let if you just killed him yeah just like, like if they would have handed one. the gun yeah. yeah if they would have handed the gun to caesar and said like blood for blood and let them kill the racist guy yeah, this movie like, would have probably had a way nicer outcome yeah just like <laughs> hey then rated r but yeah <laughs> well just like hey hey we know we know this guy fucked up. We're going to just conveniently turn around and, oh, I dropped my gun behind me. Oh, man. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, Rocky, you know what to do. And Rocket's like, here's the thing. Blood I, even if blood. they did that, I don't think Caesar would have done it, though. Caesar wouldn't. I no, think he Rocky could have. Because like, that yeah. was the whole idea of just like trying to barter peace between two warring people so i do want to say because this is something we brought up in the first movie but like caesar really is just batman and like follows a lot of batman's ideals one being like he doesn't want to kill yeah because yeah. like he also could have killed koba which would have solved a lot of problems too but his whole thing is like apes don't kill apes, apes. don't kill apes yeah. apes, apes are together, strong. together yeah there's a third one that don't steal don't steal from me <laughs> thou shalt not, shall not covet thy other's wife <laughs> Thou shall not cover other ape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they got everything working, and then uh, Koba hatches a plan to just like fuck everything up. He kills Pretty much. He kills the racist guy, steals his gun, and everyone's partying like, "Hey, we did it! Woohoo!" And then like, like we got power. Things are gonna be fine. better now. <laughs> his wife's like, "I'm I'm recovered." Before yeah. he kills racist guy, he actually goes back to the town. Right, yes. And yes. he kills the two r- drunken redneck guys. Yeah, the other racist guys. <laughs> the other racist guys. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, like, we're skipping over it, but it is a really good scene. Yeah. Um, And then, like, yeah, he comes back, kills racist guy. Uh, everyone's parting it up. His wife recovered. And then uh, as they're doing that, Koba's, like, doing crazy things in the background. And he's like, hey, yo, take this lighter, bro. And he f- starts a fire. And then... Uh, Caesar's like looking around like hey this is pretty neat and he sees in the corner and he's like hey look it's Koba oh fuck he shot me ouchie he's like, why does Koba have a sniper hey, it's rifle Koba. why does Koba have an AR-15 bam yeah uh, and he dies and then Koba's like uh, they shot him oh my humans god humans did this how, how dare the humans <laughs> I love Koba's plan because his whole plan is like hide in the branches shoot Caesar leave gun leave racist guy's hat run away yeah yeah <laughs> 
That's great. They're lucky they can't that these monkeys don't have forensics yet. They'll get there. <laughs> I think they will, yeah. <laughs> uh, just not yet. Anyways, so yeah, they do that, and everyone's like, all right, well, I don't know, let's just kill the humans, I guess. It seems reasonable. Yeah, because Kobe's like, look at all the... They put our houses on fire? Yeah, they shot, like, oh shit, what? They got <laughs> they what they wanted, Caesar? and then they shot Caesar and set our house on fire. Those <laughs> they, bastards. They burned our crops, they poisoned our water supply, and they left us to die. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And, and they're then, like, no, Kobo makes a good point. Let's all kill humans. Yeah. Uh, and then they go to war with humans. No, they don't go to they war. Go That's to the next one. They go to battle. They go to battle with humans. <laughs> Since, you know, we had to make that distinction in this yeah. one. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, then they fight. <laughs> we should also note that the monkeys trained horses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they've been riding horses. The whole um, movie. I still don't think <laughs> this is particularly helpful for them, honestly. I don't think it hurts. I do, because like, they could just like use the scaffolding and stuff to be more evasive. But There's not as, as much <laughs> scaffolding on the streets of San Francisco as there is inside of buildings, There's a bunch of power lines that they were using pretty useful. I think they Kinda. can't touch those now after they the dams were. back up. Yeah, they but the used, dams back up, They literally used them. Mm, yeah, you make a point. <laughs> well, I don't like it, though, so... <laughs> Like, I get it. it's cool to see monkeys on horses, <laughs> but, like... I think that was probably just... the idea, is, like, it's really cool to see them riding horses into war. Yeah. It's cool. Anyway, so the monkeys <laughs> take over, because the uh, armory is in a different spot than the actual town, so they, like, overrun the armory, get all the guns and stuff, and then they go to the town, and the mayor's like, ah, shit, monkeys. Also, the orangutan tells the humans that are left at the monkey village, be like... Hey, you guys should run. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, they're running away the whole night. Yeah, and they're like, oh, man, oh, gosh. Because, uh. yeah, Maurice sees what's happening with Copa, and he automatically knows what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, there's, like, a really cool, like, war scene that's really fun. No, there's a really cool battle <laughs> Sorry, scene. sorry. There's a really cool battle scene that's really it is, fun. It, it's it is. really good. Battle it's scene. really, really fun, and then you it's really... very fun and very silly, which I like. Yes, but then it also gets very sad once Copa realizes, like, Oh, everybody's dying because of me. Yeah, we're yeah. losing. Yeah. <laughs> he has like a single second of like feeling a bit of penance for his actions, and then he sees a tank coming towards him. Yeah. He's like, gotta fuck up that tank. Mm-hmm. Takes <laughs> over the tank somehow. Yeah. I... Winds up killing way more monkeys also. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a scene wherever like he can see Cobra riding on top and like manning the gun for the thing, and like you can see some of the gorillas trying to open up the front door. There's no way he didn't run over some of those <laughs> gorillas that was right in front of the door. I yeah. also like... I, the implication, I guess, is that the driver also got overrun, but, like, it's a tank. Yeah. I don't know how they managed to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's kind of a suspension of disbelief moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, they use that tank, break into the thing, and then just, just take over the start city. murdering all the yeah. humans. Well, they catch a lot of them. They catch some of them. Most yeah. of them, actually, I would say. They are doing some murdering, though. Like, there yeah. is... One person who his name in this movie is the recruit and like his entire scene is like shaking while he's loading a gun. And then like Gary Oldman sees him or I guess I just call him Dreyfus because that's his name in this. But we all just know him as Gary Oldman. Sure. But like he sees him dead like midway through the battle. It's so like funny because like they clearly just introduced him so they could kill him. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, 100%. why even go through the <laughs> what's the point of even doing that? Trauma. It's not though. We don't even get a name for him. Sad. Yeah. He's just recruit. <laughs> battle it's not even like <laughs> we don't even get to recruit ape for oh, like for koba to see dying on the side yeah. well so that's you do see a lot on fire running away but you don't <laughs> yeah it's you, which that is pretty great the thing that ends up happening is that after the battle when the sun has risen again 
Koba is like, all right, everybody, follow me. And Ash is like, uh, I don't know, dude. This is kind of like all, all fucked up and shit, Somebody man. Somebody kill this guy? Yeah, like there's literally an old man who's like trying to protect who I'm assuming is his wife from like being bludgeoned to death by this ape. And like Koba hands, um, I don't even know what that's called. Yeah, he, well, he hands oh, it to Ash, oh. but like the, the object that he has, because oh. it's like one of those divider things that you're using. Yeah. yeah. But like, like a big heavy metal thing. Yeah, big heavy metal thing, I guess we'll just call it that. Like he hands it to Ash and says, like, kill him. And he's just like, no. It's like, this is wrong. Caesar wouldn't want this. <laughs> he's like, Caesar? And he just fucking hits him and like drags Ash up these stairs to this balcony, picks him up, and just fucking tosses him right off. I'm going to say, though. I don't buy that that would kill Ash, considering Caesar fell from much higher with a bullet wound. To be <laughs> fair, like Caesar kind of fell onto like brush or and through trees. Uh that was like four stories onto marble. It looked like Ash. two. It was like four or five. It was yeah. like maybe three, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's I, I still feel like landing on marble would still kill you though. I don't yeah. know. Monkeys have a lot more padding than people. I don't think that's true. <laughs> they have fur. They're a lot more resilient to falling than we are. Yeah, I'll actually, give you that. Yeah, like they it's can, marble. They, well yeah, but like monkeys fall from like top of the tree all the way to the bottom of the floor. brush and dirt. Dirt's dirt. way softer uh, than marble. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. That's a lot higher of a fall. <laughs> I'm to be saying, fair, I think monkeys can survive a fall a lot better. To be fair, Dry did watch me fall like 10 feet out of a tree onto my back, and I was fine. I've literally jumped off two-story uh, stairs. Yeah, I mean, you you guys are basically monkeys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> In high school, we kind of were. <laughs> I don't know how you guys are alive with some of the stories you tell. That is frankly. a good question, honestly. Yeah, me either, you, know, you guys are like, yeah, some like crazy guy shot at us because we lit his porch on fire. <laughs> he didn't shoot at us. <laughs> Robbie wasn't even there. I wasn't at there for that, that point. point. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So they're taking over. Uh, Caesar. Uh, they the humans find Caesar and like, okay, we gotta take him. And he's like, uh, Caesar, where should we go? And he's like, he takes him to the house in the first movie, which is really nice. It is nice yeah. actually. Because yeah, like um, yeah, they find Caesar. Like he has a bullet wound. Says that ape shot him. Um, when they're going, like he starts banging on the window, and they say stop because like you know he's like trying to tell him like, hey, like here, here, mm-hmm. like. They don't know what that house is, but no. Caesar does. The, the only thing you can see is the window from the yeah. attic. It's a really nice shot, yeah. though. It is nice. Because you kind of immediately do it. It's like, oh, shit, home. Yeah. Kind of feeling. Because uh, you kind of get an inkling of it, but all you see is brush until like the camera pans up to the yeah. window. Mm-hmm. And then something I like, some of the visual stuff I like here is on the, when they're entering the house, if you look on the side, there's like a big notice, like quarantined this and that and like a big old x on it and it's like oh shit yeah <laughs> he died he died oh yeah he, he died, died of monkey flu or whatever he died of monkey, which makes sense he kind of was in the in ground zero right next to the guy who caused it so. yeah. yeah yeah uh so yeah they they're like trying to patch him up and uh malcolm has to go and find any like suitoring stuff i guess i don't know just anything to help yeah, him just a med kit of some kind yeah yeah uh Meanwhile, uh, the blue eyes is starting to like, hmm, you know, this <laughs> I feels don't wrong. I'm, yeah, I don't think I'm liking what Koba's doing, especially whenever like he sees him like uh, rounding up all the human prisoners, and, and then he sees cage. a bus that's full of monkeys, and like Maurice signals to him saying like, yeah, like apparently we're too loyal to Caesar, so he's locking us up too. Yeah, he's like, oh man, shit's fucked. Blue eyes and blue eyes is like, ah, yeah. Anyway, so he sees Malcolm because, like, Malcolm's been traveling everywhere. He's like, uh, I guess I won't shoot you. Malcolm's like, hey, we have your dad. And he's like, what? 
Yeah. It's like, what? He's alive? Yeah. Uh, come with me. And so they do, and uh, reunion. Yeah, and he's like, Dad, I thought you were going to die. And his dad's like, I still might. <laughs> yeah. <Ding>. Kind of. <laughs> Don't then he count gets it out yet, son. <laughs> and then he get he does get mad at the humans, and then he's like, "No, human, not do this. Koba, do this." And like, no, he's like, "This is my fault, actually. I probably should have stopped Koba at any point." You know, when he started like giving the speeches and asked the monkeys to kind of like raise their arm during the speeches, and, you know, I thought something was up. I was like, "Yeah, you know, Koba's Koba. He's a he's an ape. Yeah, Koba do be doing that. Koba do be do be do." So yeah, and they like okay, Caesar needs to heal up, and he's like, "Hey, Blue Eyes, why don't you go round up anyone who's still down to fight with me?" I guess. And he does. He goes yeah. and breaks out all the people who are loyal to Caesar in the bus, <laughs> and they end up crushing a bunch of apes. There's oh, a yeah. lot of monkey deaths in this movie. A lot yes. of monkey death. Yeah, arguably an excessive amount of monkey deaths. Yeah. You get to see some get their heads blown up. Yeah, like yeah. they just shoot them. There's the that. Head. There's like I said. In, there's a scene where there's like a whole bunch of monkeys on fire running away from a fireball. They get run over by the tank. Yeah, yeah blown up by the tank. Like a this lot. is. Arguably, should it be a PG thirteen movie? I'm sure there's a lot of things they had to do in order to like, or things that they had to cut out or like, kind of alter in order to get this to be a PG thirteen. It's fucked up to say, but I do think they get more of a pass since they're monkeys. You're absolutely right. (laughs) Like that's fucked up. But okay, there's a lot of weird things that the MPAA does to like get like, all right, I guess it can be a PG thirteen rated movie. Um, Like, well, monkeys don't have rights, so I guess it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even true. (laughs) I I can't remember what movie it is, but there's a, I think a World War Two styled movie where they were trying to, you know, make it to where like people were still hurt. And like there was going to be blood, but they needed it to be PG thirteen. And they asked Steven Spielberg because he's had to deal with the NPA a lot when it comes to war movies. And they asked him like, "What can we do to keep this the ratings lower on this one?" And his thing was to say, "Oh yeah, just make the uh, the blood brown, so it kind of mixes in with the mud, so they can't really tell the difference." Like it, that was enough. Like there was blood in that movie, but it was just brown blood. Yeah, and that was enough to keep it PG thirteen rated. I mean, the the real answer is that the ratings are bunk and don't. <laughs> yeah, they're dumb. Rule. There's mm-hmm. a lot of super stupid things that the MPAA does to like, like all right, I guess it can be PG thirteen or like stuff that even shouldn't be rated R, but is rated R yeah. because they like just barely skirted past it. I mean, my favorite is stuff that should just clearly be rated G. That isn't like a lot of the Disney movies that come out. And they're like, no, 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 no. that's like PG thirteen. It's like. No, it's not Disney. What are you trying to pull here? Like what? What should be rated G? That's PG thirteen or not PG thirteen? I just like a lot of like the animated stuff. It's more PG than G. But, oh, like, okay, yeah. I think most of those should be G. Like the later Toy Stories aren't G. I think the first one is, and it's like I don't, <laughs> I don't think there's anything in that that requires a parent. Uh, I disagree. I think that there is a lot of way more mature themes in the later Toy Story movies that I think could use some parental guidance. To help them understand what was happening. Especially considering there's like a Holocaust scene in the third one. Yeah. I Okay, the third one I think PG's fair. Because like, that one's just fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's fair. I, know, I feel like the second one. I mean, there's really. a scene wherever... Uh, it's a toy, nonetheless. But nevertheless, there is a scene wherever he basically says he's going to rip them apart with a pickaxe. Yeah. There's also space Hitler in the second one. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's so absurd. It's just a villain. Yeah, he's pretty Space Hitler, though. <laughs> he's kind of exactly Space Hitler. He's Darth Vader. Who's yeah. Space, Space Hitler. Hitler. Yeah. 
Anyways, enough about that. I just, yeah, I this just is a lot, a lot of semantics fun. about ratings, and I feel like this is a different argument for us to have later yeah, on. Uh, all the monkeys that want to join Caesar are there, and Caesar's like, ah, oh, fuck, we got to stop Koba. So big monkey fight now. Yeah. Big monkey fight. Versus, Caesar uh, versus Koba. Also, mm-hmm. it's like a couple days of Caesar healing up to try and yeah. get stronger. Because yeah. it's him, like, keep on trying to get up to, like, say, like, I got to stop Koba, and, like, but he can't even get up off the couch. However long it is for Blue Eyes to go to the city, round up all the people, and then come back. Uh, whenever they're leaving the house, it's kind of night. Uh, they say the what's his McCarthy or whatever his name is Malcolm Malcolm, Malcolm. he's <laughs> like it's been two days Caesar uh, I don't think uh, I don't know what's going on with blah 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 he's like I have to stop Koba so yeah yeah, they, yeah Malcolm ends up leading them into the city yes through the subway system yes that's he wants them to go in unnoticed so uh oh Mayor's down there and he's like hey if you're a monkey I'm gonna shoot you and Malcolm's like nope just me <laughs> just me human it's only me totally just me and not a whole bunch of apes go upstairs just me <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> like almost literally actually <laughs> yeah so they they just climb up uh the humans that are left not captured are just putting C4s in the tower yeah yeah the mayor's like, look, I found all this C4. I put a whole bunch of it here. The monkeys are up at the top of the tower, so if we blow all the C4, we kill all the monkeys. And he's like, what if... I'm spitballing here. I'm just going to go a little crazy. I know. Uh, <laughs> what if we didn't blow up the tower? And he's like, uh... And then Malcolm pulls out a gun. <laughs> well, he actually... He steals the gun. Nonchalantly yeah. walks up towards the guy, grabs his gun, and then like turns the stage off. He's like, all right, listen here, fuckers. <laughs> also, I don't know if it's for sure true. I want to say that guy is the other guy that was on with the in the trip with them. No, um, that I one. I don't think that's true. No, the one uh, that uh, went with them in the initial trip, he shaved his head bald. The guy that's at this scene is does not. His name's Werner in this oh, one. Okay, he or he has hair. That's the main difference. My bad. Okay, pretty big difference. Uh, the other guy is Foster. Okay. That went with them. The guy who's like on the radio? Or no, the uh, guy that went with them. Yeah, the guy went with them to fix the, the um, Actually, that the guy might just dam. disappear. Not that I think does. about it. Yeah, he kind of does. Actually, like, what happened to the other guy too? The black guy? He might be dead or disappeared. Yeah, he might be part of the prisoners or dead. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of questions about something. There was a large battle where there was quite a bit of casualties on both sides. Right, but like, why would the guy not be with them when they're like... Doing all the stuff because he's ma- with them at the gas station. He is presumably oh, he, he would have went back with yeah. them to the town. Cause, well, that's the thing is they're getting ready to go back to the town, and then all like shit got fucked up. I wonder if there's a cutscene where <laughs> cutscene. They're actually a cutscene. Like, cut yeah. 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 I was like, what? Where, a deleted like, scene, we should something. say. Yeah, I'll I'll look into that. Yeah, I won't have the answer. For there's this like podcast. some yeah, just some some characters just disappear sometimes. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, big battle Caesar versus uh, Koba. At the top of this tower. And it's, it's monkey fights. It's, it's what it's else pretty do you cool. need? It's, it's pretty cool. It is a pretty good monkey fight. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of wackiness on some of the physics there sometimes. A little but, bit, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's 2014. This was before they invented physics. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you've ever seen <laughs> There's like, so a monkey. so much wrong with what I just said. Don't worry. <laughs> if you've ever seen a monkey like running around inside of its enclosure, like on the trees and everything, they float. It's almost like they're floating amongst the it's branches. It's mostly like something like the knockback and stuff is kind of wonky yeah. yeah the biggest one is like there's a point where like uh caesar kicks koba off of him and koba just like we <laughs> yeah it's 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 pretty ridiculous trajectory um, it's mostly fine though like, yeah. yeah to be fair there is like that one scene where ever like 
uh, Kaiba pushes Caesar over, Koba? and then like Koba, yeah, Koba pushes Caesar. <laughs> Caesar grabs his ankle with his foot, and then like brings him down with him, and like rips the entire scaffolding yeah. down yeah. with him. I do like that shot. Now nah, listen, Seto Kaiba showed up, and he's like, <laughs> "Caesar, you must duel me." And, and then like, three, oh, shit, and he pulls out his dual disc. He pulls out his blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, the joke I was going to make. He pulls out three of them, and they become the ultimate blue eyes. Sky <laughs> was definitely the one who had blue eyes. Uh, but yeah, they have big old monkey fight. While they're big monkey fight, Malcolm is down in the cellar. He's like, don't do it. And the mayor's like, uh, subway. Yeah. subway yeah. The mayor's like, I'm going to do it. And he's like, don't do it. And he's like, I'm going to do it. Dink. Oh, and then he shit. does it. Blows him yeah. up. Yeah. Which, this is one of those kind of suspension of disbelief that are like, they just really wanted a big explosion at some point in this movie. So they had this scene happen. Yeah. Because something that I kept pointing out during this scene is he's 100% wearing a bulletproof vest during this. Yes. And then also, like, he could have shot him in the chest and, like, told him, like, that's a warning shot. Next one's going in your head. And maybe could have stopped him. Or could have just shot him in the arm and, like, got him to drop the remote. Shot him in the Or shot him in the bulletproof vest and maybe it goes through anyway. It's not 100% guaranteed to stop a bullet. It's not 100% guaranteed, but this is also a movie we're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They can't say it's bulletproof if it's not. They can. That's how that works. (laughs) That's illegal. That's false advertising. They don't advertise. (laughs) I don't think that's true. I think you could buy a vest at a store that says bulletproof vest, like at a gun store. Bulletproof is the brand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there is grading to it i'll give you that yeah. yes absolutely. i mean there's fun i mean like yeah anyway so yeah monkey fights uh after the explosion uh koba's like i'm just gonna fucking shoot caesar he like picks up a gun uh try starts, starts gunning down apes. anyone in his way yeah and then he's like caesar kind of caesar <laughs> and then big old fight caesar knocks him off he's like uh, Koba's like barely holding on. Yeah, it's like, uh, Caesar, what if you, uh, you pick me up? Real also, quick. this helps. In the first movie, they established like you reach your arm out, and then the other monkey or person, like, out of respect, they like brush their hand against yours, or like arm, or like shake. arm hand shake kind of thing. Like that's how they shake is how it's yeah. said in the first movie. So like him and Koba are doing this through the whole movie, and every time like Caesar forgives Koba, they do this, and every time Koba runs away. So like this one last time, Koba's like on the edge, and he's like, "Caesar, help!" And uh, Caesar grabs him by the arm, and he's holding him, and he starts looking at uh, Maurice, and he starts looking at all the other monkeys and how hurt they are. And he was like, "Caesar, ape, no kill ape." She's like, "You are not ape," and lets him go. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, Caesar can no longer be Batman, as he had just inadvertently just did a murder. Someone. But, you know, Batman also killed someone Bat- in his first movie, so... Batman also kills someone in uh, Batman. The Batman. Well, think, he's bad so. Batman. You already said he's a bad Batman, he's so... He's a bad Batman. Yeah. Bad Batman. No. No. No <laughs> <is> killing Batman. <laughs> it is very... Like, for Batman Begins, it's kind of uh, almost like the ending scene of that one. It still makes me laugh in Batman Begins, because like, he's like, no, I'm, I, you know, I didn't do it. I'm on the moral high ground. I just... Yeah. <laughs> The, I, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to let you die. Also, <laughs> kind of kill you because I'm not going to let you get out. Yeah, and also prevent any way. Of I you also t- I also tied you to the ground. I <laughs> also strapped a bunch of bombs in, onto you in case this didn't kill you. And then, like as he Batman's out of the subway, he just gives him the double fingers. <laughs> Batman, <laughs> oh, Batman. Uh, but it, I, I, this seems actually interesting to me because I feel like this was before like people got like 
nerd arguments about like should superheroes kill people. No, this is definitely prime. That. Was it? Yeah, this was yeah, prime. Okay. That because this also happened. Um, when did Man of Steel come out? Oh, fucking I think it count 2013 or 2014. Yeah, it, it was roughly around the same time of this because like yeah. he's forced to kill somebody at the end of that movie too. Spoilers yeah. for Man of Steel. It's a bad movie. You don't want to watch it. <laughs> it's the best of this. No, actually, it's the second best of the Snyder. I'm going to say Zack Snyder's Justice League is the best Zack Snyder superhero movie. And you say that, you don't, you have like meh opinions about that movie. Because it's part. four hours long. Yeah. <laughs> and four by three. And four by three, yes. Yeah. But yeah, because like he is very much forced to kill somebody in there, so it does. It is very much prime of that moral high ground argument. Yeah, I, not to get super on the man. Man, it still just makes me laugh so much because like they bring that up by like he's about to shoot a laser at a kid. Before this, he like murdered billions of people, like flying through every building and like knocking them all down accidentally. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just so funny. Like I think, I think I actually have the issue when they do do stuff like this because it's like. Why is this like your breaking point? Like, oh no, he's gonna shoot a kid. Yeah, yeah, it's really dumb. <laughs> I don't. Know. I mean, that's mostly a Man of Steel thing, but I also am like, kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. When people are like, oh, Batman should kill people and Superman should kill people and uh, everyone should kill people. I think Steven should have killed people in this children's show. <laughs> <laughs> I think people get plenty of that in the Zack Snyder movies. Every single. Hero is a villain at some point. I think he makes it. I think Zack Snyder made the argument so much worse because they like feel vindicated, even though I don't. I haven't seen many of his movies, but from what I've seen, they're not really like. Let's run them down. Three hundred. Uh, no. Wait. Watchmen. I have seen Watchmen. I think that's not as good as the book. Man of Steel. Yes, that's bad. Uh, Batman vs Superman. No, I didn't like Man of Steel. Uh, Justice League. No, I didn't like Man of Steel. Army of the Dead. No, I didn't. Like Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't mad at superhero stuff. Like, I don't, is, what was super? Did he just do Superman, Batman versus Superman, and then Three Hundred Watchmen? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, maybe I just don't really like his movies. Yeah, I think that yeah. might be the case. Anyway, so yeah, uh, it's it's just kind of funny that that's how they went with this. I think it's actually executed fairly well in this because it ultimately was more about the trust of Caesar than actually, like, oh, well, Koba killed people. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's not that, like, Koba did murder. It's that, like, you betrayed all the apes by doing this. Yeah. You are not even an ape by how much shitty things you did at this point. We are disowning you as ape. Yeah. And then he drops him, and Koba falls so funnily. Falls <laughs> all the murder. He hits yeah. everything on so his it, way it's down. It's not like the slow motion him falling down a shaft and going, no. It's like him hitting a wire and then bouncing off of that and then hitting a scaffolding <laughs> so and then the scaffolding falling on top of him. It's so and... funny because it's so over the top. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, then, yeah, so it's like that. Uh, Caesar and all the monkeys go out, and Caesar's like, "Hey, I forgive all you guys. Let me dab you all up." And then uh, Malcolm's like, "Uh, Caesar, they called the they called the military on you guys." He's like, "Ah, dang. We'll deal with it. <laughs> uh, you should leave. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, want you in this." Malcolm's like, "You guys should leave. They called the military." He's like, "No, this is our home, and you know what? Apes started this war. We're we have to stay here and finish it. It's not their fault that we did this." Like so, yeah, we uh we gotta stay, but you should go because shit's fucked. Yeah, and so he's like, "All right, bye." 
Yeah. <laughs> and then it ends. There actually is a really nice moment between Malcolm and Caesar. Of they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah, Malcolm's like, I'm sorry, I really thought we could find peace in this. And then, like, you get like this kind of longing look, and Caesar's like, Me too. Yeah, so it's kind yeah. of like it's kind of this really like nice actually. yeah, it's like Caesar said like you're one of the good ones. Like not all humans are bad, and like you're one of the good ones. And I wish there were more like you. Yeah, hey, I'm not I'm not bigoted towards humans. One of my best friends a human. <laughs> <laughs> that really got Jariah. Yeah, it did. That's pretty uh, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that mostly ends. I I will say like just putting it here because this is as good a place as any. I do really love the parallels between Caesar Coba and the mayor and uh, Malcolm. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's an interesting, because the mayor and Coba basically are very politically in the same place, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. Where they like only see power, only see enemies. Don't like it's us versus them no matter what. Right. And uh, Malcolm and Caesar really want like to find a, a middle ground there's like there's no reason why we have to kill each other we can all just live yeah. peacefully next to each other and yeah. i like seeing the difference because caesar's the one in charge of the apes and uh the mayor's Dreyfus. in charge Dr- jarvis is <laughs> in charge of the town which yeah. that doesn't really go anywhere after like the coba starts a war yeah, yeah. like other than you like, do get a bit of a it, payoff though. at the end because the way it's framed you would assume that uh Drivis would just be like, it's been three days, let's go. But no, that's not what the movie goes for. No, it's yeah. not. Which makes it weirder that there was a weird arbitrary three-day limit, but, you know. Yeah. I think within the three days they got it working, though, was the whole idea. But um, I, I, think I, I do get that, though, because like towards the beginning of it, like uh, whenever they're like, oh, yeah, well, we need to get to that power plant. And like, oh, well, there's an ape, uh, ape uh, village in the way. It's like, the first thing he says is like, cool, well, we have to kill all the apes then. And yeah. Malcolm is the only one that's like, whoa, 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 hold on a second. No one has to die here. Like, well, they're <laughs> apes. Like, no, it doesn't matter. Like, we're going through their land. Like, let me go talk to them. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really like that parallel. And I especially love the, like, the the betrayal of Caesar, to put it, because there's not a better way it's to put it. It's very on the nose. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think it's really well executed. I think... Uh, Koba is a really good villain. You love to hate him. He's not even like inherently a villain. You understand, not that you can't understand villains. Like you completely understand why he does what he does. And he has a lot of reasons to believe that he, in fact, he's arguably correct in the fact that the humans will try to kill him. Yeah. I would say that he's in the same tier villain as the villain from the first Black Panther movie, yeah. honestly. Uh, like you completely understand where he's coming from, but it's like, but you're going about it the wrong. Like I get yeah. it. I'm with you. There's a better way to do this. Yeah. Magneto. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that was my first thought was Magneto, especially with like what he's like. There's a line that's probably always going to stick with me that he says in first class whenever the uh, you know, he's getting ready to kill a whole bunch of people. And yeah, when he like shows up, he's like, welcome to die. <laughs> and then you fall down the chasm. <laughs> well, no, because like uh, uh, the Navy was getting ready yeah. to like shell them, basically. And he picked up like all of the uh, bombs that they're getting ready to drop on them. And he was going to send them back to them. And that's when Xavier says, like, like, please don't do this. Like, they're just men trying to follow orders. And his response is, like, I've been to the mercy. I've been under the mercy of men who are just following orders. And then ends up trying to nuke all of them, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's kind of like the big <laughs> non sequitur all to hell. Yeah. But that's the big thing about uh, Magneto and Professor Xavier is that they were both 
Um, yeah, they were both uh, Jewish people in, in camps the, during World War II. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, very tragic. It's a very. It's not like it doesn't beat around the bush. Which no. Is, a shame that a lot of people act like it does. Yeah, it really does. It's <laughs> very like, in your face. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean that X-Men's like a political. <laughs> metaphor, political, a metaphor for the Holocaust is like, I mean, metaphor, you, you know, it's not a metaphor. It just is. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. about that. Yep. Absolutely. It's straight up about that. If it, It's a, actually a metaphor for the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't get that either, which the people who created X-Men said like, yes, this is very much about the civil rights movement, but we couldn't exactly just write a comic about like, uh, Malcolm X and uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. Like the, it wasn't going to work quite that way, so we made the X Men instead. Yeah, man, comics can be good. <laughs> they can, especially people, when, like when they're done right. They're done very people well. People don't give comics enough credit, honestly. Yeah. I mean, any superhero. I'm arguably one of the people who doesn't give superhero <laughs> stuff enough credit, but I'm going to say there is like a lot of distillation of all like from mo- modern movies versus what their original thing referenced. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, so yeah, uh, monkeys. <laughs> bottom monkey, bottom monkey, bottom monkey. But yeah, uh, I guess before we wrap it up, one thing I did want to say is like, I got to give more praise to the visual effects of this. So good. It's, it's so a lot better. We're at yeah, PS4 like the, <laughs> the hair that they have on the apes looks like real hair, like pretty much the entire time throughout the movie. Like, yeah. um, the facial animations is top notch on this one enough so that like, there's certain scenes that, like, whenever it's done well, it's done really, really well. Because, like, one thing that we skipped over is that Blue Eyes is actually attacked by a bear at the beginning of the movie and gets mm-hmm. some it. scars on his chest. About our uh, and um, it's an open wound, and they treat it like that throughout most movies. So you'll see like these shots that are only for a couple of seconds, where it goes from like a fresh wound to an inflamed wound that's kind of infected to one that's healing to one that's like almost in scar tissue towards the end of the movie. Yeah. And there are some scenes wherever like he's moving around or like he's in the background or something. It's just red where, like I said, like that's one of the big things that I looked at throughout this movie to where like, Oh, you can tell when they put effort into it whenever they did it. But yeah, when they put effort into it, it's, it's top notch. It still yeah. looks good by today's standards. Any of the back and forth talking scenes between any of the apes swear to God, I cannot tell it's CGI at all. Right. It's so it looks so good to my eyes. It, it honestly does. Or I guess even that another thing when it comes to like putting like uh, effort into the faces of this. Like there's that scene wherever you see Caesar's wife almost dying and like her face is very flushed because like she's in a very bad state. And then like you can see that Caesar had been crying beforehand because his eyes are all and are all puffy and inflamed from crying too much. Even whenever he gets shot, it, it looks like there's a bullet wound there. And then like later on, once they fix it, you can kind of see where uh, they put the stitches in his like in his character model mm-hmm. or like god like there's just a lot of really good scenes like that or, but like once again you can tell whenever they weren't putting effort into it like during the fight between caesar and coba at the end of it most of the monkeys in the background are very much uh almost boat people level of cgi yeah, yeah. like a lot of no... the background stuff does get to that level yeah, yeah. and I, i'm gonna say, i think they don't look great when they're wet <laughs> i think the close-up looks good wet i think big group of monkey wet looks bad yeah i do agree with that uh i think when it came to wet monkeys they probably did the best on maurice because you can see where like the fur is matted on it yeah maurice looks i don't know what it is but what they did with maurice he looks the best out of all of them yeah so good i think so it's just maurice is an orangutan which inherently looks less human than an ape maybe maybe yeah Yeah. i think your brain doesn't try to pick pick it out as much yeah but Probably not, but like it's of uncanny valley, I guess. In a yeah, sense. yeah, which that that is something that I did point out about Caesar is like there's certain scenes wherever like he's scowling, 
that like it almost does look like Andy Circus. Yeah. For how they were like trying to show his facial animation for all this because it was just kind of a whole bunch of people in like you said in mocap suits just kind of walking around like apes and doing whatever they had to do for the mocap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's get on to uh, final thoughts here. Sure. The mo- oh, by the way, I should say, I guess the movie ends with war is coming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's take peace while we can and then get ready for war kind of thing. This peace is what all true warriors strive for. <laughs> uh, so yeah, final thoughts. Let's go to E first. Yeah. Uh, much, much improvement on the first movie. I think the first movie I was tired for like two acts. This one I only was tired for like one of the acts. <laughs> and like just the lack of focus on humans is so nice because it, they, there's there's too much like trying to develop these humans in this movie. Yeah, like there's again I joked about where it was like, oh I'm sad because my daughter's dead, and he's like, oh man, your daughter's dead. That's fucked up. Once the third act kicks in place, you don't see the son or the wife anymore. No, no. which is really funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. So like, I need even less of that. I can't wait for the third one to have a singular human in it. Re- really, really, yeah. There's like yeah. one human, yeah. Um, Because even just the humans interacting with the monkeys is a lot of fun. I think that it being more apes is also just better for, like, how they want to shoot a lot of this stuff and, like, how they want to deal with the action. Yeah. Uh, The shots are, in general, much better. There's, like, a weird shot before they get to the gas station where it's like, hey, what's up there? And then it it cuts. It's, like, too long. Like, it feels weird. Yeah, I don't know why it's there. Yeah, that that shot is way too long. I agree. Yeah. Um, but like, there's so much. The pacing so much better. The writing's a lot better. Uh, there's a much more interesting story here than the first one. I'll say yes. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, at, at the start I was like, oh man, am I gonna have to deal with more of these? But like towards <laughs> the end, I was like, hey, yeah, monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I. What would I give this? I. An eight, I guess. I don't know. I, okay. I had fun towards the end, so I think eight's fair. Okay. Okay. Robin. So, once again, weird enough on the second viewing of this movie, I think I like it better than the first time I watched it, but I think I was just kind of in a meh mood about the movie when I first watched it. <laughs> um, But no, like, between, like, showing how, you know, how apes would communicate with each other if they had, like, some semblance of intelligence, but they can't really speak as much, and, like, kind of putting the sign language in there and, like kind of just gesturing towards each other to like whatever they need to say to each other was really, really well done in this movie. CGI still say like, I'll give the, all the praises that I can of this. It's top notch. Like it's um, amazing that this movie is nine years old and still looks this good. Yes. Um, Acting is a lot better with the humans in this one. Like we gave a lot of crap about the first movie about how the love interest is mo- more or less just, you know, a lamp character. Yeah. And this, Definitely not a lamp character in this one. Like, even though Carrie Russell has like a very small role in this movie, she does a very good job with it and feels needed throughout most of the movie. Um, and like he was saying, it is kind of slow at the beginning, but it feels like all that stuff needs to happen. Like, it is a progression of like this happens to make this happen to get to this point. Like, oh crap, now we're stuck in war. And like, it feels like a natural progression throughout most of the movie. There is a couple weird shots here and there, but most of them could be ignored. There is a couple suspension and disbelief moments too, but sci-fi movie, what can you do? It's already Um, monkeys. Already monkeys. (laughs) Yeah, it is monkeys. Uh, A lot of monkeying and horsing around in this movie. I I think that was the subtitle for this movie. A lot of (laughs) Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. So already monkeys. <laughs> I don't know. It's like so funny to me. The like, ah oh man, monkey movie 
but like, ah, uh, I, I just can't get into the monkeys, man. Just like, people say it, man. Yeah. It's so and there funny. are some people who have said that, like, they can't get into it because there's just like a lot of monkeys staring at each other. But like, there's a lot of subtext for them, and it works very well when you just like really like let the story carry you along with like what the story is trying to tell you. And it it's top notch movie. I, I would give it a nine out of ten. All right. Uh, yeah, I really like it. Honestly, I think that. There is a lot of really emotional depth there with like lack of like what happens whenever the person you trust the most is gone and so like and it's monkeys so it's obviously like whatever with that I guess but like <laughs> it's it, it, proving my point huh right <laughs> yep <laughs> no but, like I think that it is hard for people to kind of digest that story because it is monkeys because like I said people are babies and the refuse to little babies <laughs> sticking gummy worms in their eyes <laughs> yeah ouch <laughs> how do we go from Jelly beans up nose to gummy bears and eyes. He's really stupid. He's a really <laughs> dumb fourteen year old. God damn it, Timmy! I, I can't more, leave you alone for two seconds. The more you like say it about stuff, the more I'm like, people need to get their fucking sticks out of their asses. Have fun in your life. What is wrong with you? It's a movie about monkeys. Just accept it. What's wrong with you? Yeah, a lot of people like that's their main thing that they like to do is complain. Yeah, and they should be. They should stop being babies. <laughs> Uh, and the funny thing is, the people who like to complain would be the first one to say, how dare you, for me saying that. Probably, actually. But, yeah, I like it all. I think that there is actually a pretty deep story here. Uh, very deep emotionally. I think there's a yeah. lot of emotion in this movie that's carried forward extremely well in the performances by all the mocap people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy Serkis, fucking still a genius for mocap, honestly. That dude Agreed. is such a good actor. <laughs> he really honestly is. Um, how are they paid compared to normal actors? When it's full mocap, paid as actor. Okay. Yes. Because I was like, man, there's like a gut feeling in my stomach that like they just don't pay him as much, despite with, them not be, despite them being major characters. I feel like with Andy Circus, because it's Andy Circus, he gets paid a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. of like whoever did, but uh, like rightfully Koba. so though, he is an amazing actor. Yeah, when it's a uh, full mocap production, paid just as acting okay. is because it's still you're acting out the scene still. Yeah, you just happen to have a bunch of goofy shit on you, so it's. Arguably harder, yeah. Say, yeah. Actually, uh, but yeah, it's uh, honestly absolutely amazing. I stick by. I think every movie better and better throughout the entire trilogy. Uh, I remember the third one being very good, but it is super heavy. Honestly, the third movie is very heavy, and that's why he hasn't watched it. He just can't lift it. He's been training though. So. I've been training. I think by the time we get to it, I will have lifted my ten pound weights enough that I can pick up the Blu-ray case. <laughs> <laughs> um. Third one's long enough that it's in 17 Blu-rays. He actually just has the film reel for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the only one. I made the film. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really do love this movie, too. I would also give it a nine. All so, right. There we go. Monkeys. Monkeys. Who woulda thunkies? You want to you wanna try it? Let's go eat sh- some nuggies. Nunkies? Sure. <laughs> If you guys want to get a hold of us for any reason, we have a link tree, L-A-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-I-P. Gives you a link to our social media, all the podcast stuff, and our Twitch stream. Woo! Every Wednesday, every Saturday, many Mondays, uh, we play video <laughs> games. Monday, me and D are usually doing rando fightos. Yeah. We've got a big old wheel of random fighting games, and it's a lot of fun. We've pulled Soul Calibur twice so far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, uh, I will probably have just finished Tinykin and might be moving on to Guacamelee. We'll see. Yeah. And Saturday, Robbie is playing Anodyne 2. Yeah. 
also two of the (laughs) (laughs) anodyne of the two. Uh, yeah, so all that great stuff going on. Check out our Twitch. Keep keep an ear on the podcast. Great mm-hmm. stuff happening over here, I think, actually. I think we've hit a really nice stride in our podcast. Every time we talk about monkeys, man. Man. We should have did Monkey March like we originally intended. And then we, <laughs> we just... kind of should have, actually. <laughs> I would have watched Curious George, which I think is like a fun movie, but I don't know how good of an episode that would have been. There have been three Planet of the Apes prequels and Curious George. <laughs> <laughs> God, like, God was... this movie's amazing. Then it, It's fine, I guess. Could you imagine, though, like we build it up like Planet of the Apes 1, Planet of the Apes 2, Planet of the Apes 3. Curious George. Yeah, like we keep like talking like, and we're gonna go to the next in the series, guys. And just man, this is like a bold, bold turn for Curious George. Little known sequel to Planet of the Apes, (laughs) specifically the prequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So yeah, yeah. all that's going on. Uh, Watch and listen all that stuff. It's great. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's it. E, thank you for being here. Yeah, Robbie, thank you for being here. Yep. Me, thank you for being here. Robbie, get us out of here. So, if you're Timmy, get those nuggies out of your ear. They're not stop, supposed to go there. Stop it, stop Timmy. It. Stop it. <laughs> Put them <idiot>. down. <laughs> Why, what are you doing with the pop rocks? Oh, God. <laughs> Why is your butt crackling? <laughs> <laughs> Yeast infection. <laughs> this is a sketch I saw on YouTube. Sorry. <laughs> what kind of YouTube are you watching? I don't know. It has an orange banner. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, hope you're doing well out there. Uh, whether this is the very first time you've watched us, or <laughs> I was trying to glide off of that, it did not work. <laughs> whether this is the very first time you've watched us, though, or you've been with us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much. Talk to you guys again very soon. Have a good one. Bye! Bye!